Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Well, my team didn't lose yesterday. They were they had the dignity to lose on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then your team lost yesterday. Obviously. It's nice of you. To, when there's a big play that happens, you know, a pro Vikings play, you really lose lose your marbles. I don't know if you ever looked at yourself celebrating, but what are you talking like about? Person. Like you're, you're like you like lose control. Almost. You really go nuts. Like when you're watching and like uh, Anthony Barr intercepts. Oh, yeah. Pass. You're like losing it. It's funny because like I, I, mean, I, 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 I was, it was I, their their win probability went from like you know in the 30s to in the 70s at that point. I thought it was a it massive was swing. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because like you know I would love just one game for the Jets to be relevant like that. I didn't even ask you last night if you wanted to do to podcast, but. You have to realize, like, with as bad as the middle section of the NFC is, like, that loss barely mattered. Really? We're stringing this team along further? We're going to string the team along. And how about this? Like, you definitely did not deserve to win that game at all yesterday. I I mean, I don't agree. What I want to know, and I don't know if this is on Zimmer or what, but the Vikings are the best first half team in the NFL. And, you know, in the conversation, I mean, they're worse than the Jets in the second half. And I don't understand why. You know, every single game, even the ones they've won, they just get destroyed in the fourth quarter. And I, I just can't understand. Like, is it is it coaching? I, I just I'm at a complete loss. But well, you know, they, they the, the start, Ravens they offense slipping for the, the Ravens offense. The, did, the Ravens offense did absolutely nothing in the first half. They did nothing. And then in the second half, they drove down the field every time and were unstoppable. And it kind of makes drove sense down at the end. Like you guys get the ball at, the, at towards the end. Of the, they come right back down and score instead of 17-3 at 17-10. Like th- it happened before the half even. You let them march down the field right away. Okay, so they had one drive the entire first half. That's fine. And then some of the coaching decisions, the clock management, the did and nothing. The, the whole the Vikings did nothing until until they had to until in the second half. That's what that's what's been happening again. every game. In but the, I'm saying, if not for the kickoff return, which again, kickoff returns barely happen these days and are fluky. Yeah, you guys like maybe lose by double figures in this game. I, I, I don't really know how you figure. Like, if not for you can see a lot of if not first. For you know, the, the by fourteen, and the, they just destroyed you guys. The the, the, the first drive of the, the the first drive of the game, which is the only points the Ravens got until you know the last drive before halftime. The Vikings sacked Lamar Jackson on fourth down in midfield, and he fumbled. And the Vikings recover. Not that it matters. It's fourth down. 
And then they overturned it because they called the horse collar, which was just an abysmal call. They showed on the replay. I forget who sacked him. I think it was Wanham or somebody. They, they pulled Lamar Jackson down. They, they grabbed the middle of the eight on the back of his jersey. It wasn't even like within two feet of his nameplate. It was an absurd call. And that was a 15-yard penalty and put him in field goal range and they got a field goal. So, you know, in a game that goes overtime, maybe that never happens. But I just, the clock management, the the timeouts, the accepting, declining of penalties, none of this stuff makes any sense to me. It's completely enraging. With a minute to go, you're on the road, so you're an underdog. The other team has, I think, a minute 08 to go when the Vikings scored their, their touchdown to tie it and two timeouts. And they have the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL. I don't, the best case scenario for the Vikings in that situation, the absolute, absolute best case scenario is that the Ravens somehow don't get into field goal range. And so it goes to overtime, right? At which case you have less than 50 mm-hmm. 50 proposition of winning because you're an underdog and there's also a chance of a tie, et cetera, et cetera. I don't understand why they kick the extra point to tie the game. Go for two. If you take the lead, then you're in a better situation than the 50-50. And it's a better than 50-50 chance of converting that play. It made no sense to me. It was enraging. So that, that was very frustrating. And then they end up I stop- actually thought the play there, and I'm usually aggressive with going for two and going on fourth. I do think there is even like a little bit of a psychological thing where the Ravens are like maybe a little looser and do dumber things in a tie game versus if they're losing. And it's like maybe they maybe they try a run on first. Like I, I see this all the time. Uh, so teams. so so last night I, I had friends like, that were watching Ravens into sucking. So last and, night I mean it didn't matter on. because you sacked La- them on first down. La- last night we were watching. I was watching with friends of mine, and they actually had the opposite psychological argument, which is they said the reason you don't want to go for two is because if you go for two, the other team's losing. They're going to be more aggressive. They're going to take bigger risks to try and to because they have to score. Whereas if it's a tie, they don't have to score. And and my argument is. Well, if they're taking bigger risks, that means that they're doing things that might. I said, flip it around. If you're the other team, if you're winning 31-24, the other team just scored a touchdown to tie the game. Do you want them to kick an extra point? Which means you guarantee go to overtime, plus you have a minute to try and win. Or do you want them to go for two? And the answer is, of course, the Ravens wanted them to kick an extra point, which is why the Vikings, of course, should go for two. It was just, you know, I think, you know, there's a certain amount of time left in the game. If there's like 40 seconds left or 35 seconds left, so maybe there's an argument there where, you, you know, if if you just tie it, the other team's not going to try and score. But if you take the lead, they're going to try and score. So maybe you don't want them to try and score. But with a minute of wait and two timeouts and Justin Tucker, there's no question that the Ravens are trying to go down the field and score. And so it made no sense to me. And by the way, I looked it up, the, the calculator. Um, when you're down seven and then you kick, score a touchdown and you're either down one, you're either down one, tied or up one, is is an overwhelming, uh, you know, and this is obviously take, not taking team and situation into account, but overwhelmingly you're supposed to go for two. Um, and, and I think the, the, the most frightening team in this overtime because of Tucker and, and Lamar. Just because like they really just have to get the ball. Yeah, they just have to go into your into your territory and they can win it. Yeah, well, so it's really crazy. Then the other frustrating thing, which made no sense to me, is there was 22 seconds left on and the Ravens had the ball on third and three. And then the Vikings tackled them behind the line of scrimmage. And so it would have been like fourth and four, whatever. But there was a holding. And so the Vikings accepted the penalty so that the Ravens get the ball third and 13. They're even further out of field goal range. And then, of course, they did nothing on the next play. And so then they, uh, you know, the game went to overtime. I didn't understand why the Vikings accepted that penalty. If you decline the penalty, the, the Ravens have the ball on the 50 yard line. It's fourth down. There's 22 seconds to go. The Vikings have one timeout which means you force the Ravens to either attempt a 68-yard field goal, which even with Justin Tucker, I don't think they do. Because if they miss that, they give the Vikings the ball at, at their own 42, at the Ravens 42, and the Vikings have 22 seconds at a timeout, which means the Vikings gain 10 yards and they get a game-winning field goal. Or the Ravens have to punt it back to the Vikings, which is, of course, what they did. Instead, 
you give the Ravens one more chance to convert the third down and the Ravens converted the third down along. Everybody's scoring third down alongs on the bikes the last couple of weeks. So that may know just multiple bad decisions. And over time, of course, after the Anthony Barr play, the first thing they do is they run the ball into the line. You know, they insist on running Devil Cook over and over and over when you have a $35 million quarterback, when you have two all pro receivers. It's just it's enraging to me. Zimmer's got to go. I think for the reason you said they're not going to fire him yet, which is they're still in the playoff race technically, right? Because who's getting the seventh seed right now? I mean, the Falcons suck, like, you know. Well, there's a sixth seed up for grabs now also because New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think Taysom Hill probably plays next week. Um, you know, Trevor Simeon, who is actually Kirk Cousins, is back up in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if that's good. Like, I don't know if Taysom Hill, I don't know if they're going to with Taysom Hill. He went three and one last year. Yeah, no, I mean, I listen, I'm not saying it's impossible. And obviously there's a lot of talent on that team because they're like with Simeon just to play a coin toss game against Atlanta is impressive, you know? Yeah. Like, Peyton's amazing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, I mean, I'm depressed. It's just every week with this team, just the emotional, you know, energy it takes is, like, really frustrating. Um, All right, you want to go around the league? To and I think, game? I don't know if this was visible on the video, but my wife was having no part of this. My wife just left me with all the kids as the game goes to overtime. It's like, really? He can't Where'd watch for five minutes? I don't know. She went upstairs. I don't know. But I had a baby. I have an injured yeah, child. Yeah, the baby I, I saw. Care. I saw yeah. the baby. It was a, uh, it was chaos. Um, all right. So, I mean, but just, I mean, such a weird week overall. I mean, I'm looking at my power rankings. It's complete chaos. Um, all the teams at the top lost and not just, not just lost yeah, for the first time, a bad team beat a good team. Oh, Cardinals, Jag- <laughs> or, uh, Bills, Jaguars. Bills, ja- yeah. yeah. Bad team beat a good team. Um, you know, Rams losing at home to the Titans. You know, this sort of proves, as we said, you know, uh, Derrick Henry is a better player relative to position than Tannehill, obviously. Yes. Yeah, but, he's the but best Tannehill, player on the team. He's yeah. not the most important. Yeah, Justin Tucker is the best player on the Ravens, but he's not. Near, yeah, yes. George Kittle's the best player on the 49ers. But yeah, not nearly the most uh, the most important or the most mm-hmm. valuable. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Arizona, meanwhile, without their best player and their most valuable player, um, you know, they, they went into San Francisco and just destroyed them. And I like every week there's a different like podcast or, or tweet where it's like, did you guys know that Kyle Shannon is 7000 games under 500? Yeah, well, we were saying this in the preseason. He's had one good season ever. It is wild. Uh, Watching that game, it's kind of weird because like the offense, I mean, I guess like the line is bad, which I don't think people realize. But like the offense is chock full of good players. And everybody's and, back now. Debo's healthy and Kittle's healthy yeah, like and Garoppolo's players, coming back from a bye. They have no excuse. I don't think Garoppolo's bad. I don't even think Garoppolo's bad. I mean, they were under fire all game. They were, you know, the Cardinals were were in the backfield all game. And I, obviously the defense isn't isn't like a classic Niners defense. They couldn't stop freaking Colt McCoy. Um, but that's a little weird. I still think the Niners, Vikings, and Seahawks are probably six, seven, and eight. If, I mean, I mean, Seattle, I, it's, it works, it's working out perfectly for Seattle where everyone's treading water and giving them a chance for Wilson. Yeah, no, back. this was this was idea because, I, you know, there's a good chance you, you get Russ back next week. Yeah, uh, I they're not that it matters, uh, but I, I think that's probably where Odell lands just because, like, yeah, who they're a house for wayward toys, you know, like, yeah, Seattle, there's a few teams that will take the reclamation projects. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they have Josh. Uh, now, can we talk for a second? You know, you famously said, you know, the best teams are on the AFC. I think right now the top three teams are probably in the NFC. It's hard to say. I think Arizona like, and Tampa have to be one, two in power rankings right now. Probably. Yes. But I'll still say this. It was a bad loss for Buffalo, mm-hmm. but I'm not down on them. A, I think their defense is still really good. And like there aren't a lot of defenses that can really shut you down in the AFC. I think yeah. I still think they're going to be a nightmare in the playoffs. I'm not I'm not that nervous. I. I, I, I yeah. Just, I mean, the, the top the top the, the, the top three guys in my MVP ballot coming into this week were 
Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray. Uh, Murray misses a game. Allen was abysmal, and, and Stafford wasn't very good either. So Tom Brady is just sitting there uh, winking and smiling, I guess. Oh, and then Aaron Rodgers, of course, who uh, missed the it's game for idiotic season. reasons. Yeah, it's a long season. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm looking at my power rankings right now. I have Arizona one, Tampa two, the Rams three, even with that loss, because it was less bad than Buffalo's loss. So I have next uh, Tennessee. I have right after that. The Cowboys had a bad loss. Of course, the Packers had a bad loss. And who even knows if Rodgers is playing next week or whatever. The Bengals, just another. I mean, that's two bad losses in a row for them. They, they I don't even think by. it was a bad loss for the Packers. I almost think it was a good loss. Defense played great. And the only bad news is like Jordan Love might stink. But I thought the Packers played really hard. They actually win that game probably four times out of ten with all the kicking issues. Sure. Mahomes but the, is. But I mean, I mean Jordan, Jordan Love is really bad, which I guess is a concern for next year. It's definitely a concern. Definitely a concern. But the, the rest of the team looked good. I mean, Mahomes, like their defenses look good two weeks in a row yards till the fourth quarter. I, I don't understand what's going on with Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't we were, really make any sense because we were discussing this last night. There's no argument. He was good the, the first month of the year this year. Here's the he thing. was great right. in the Super Bowl. They right. lost. They didn't get like, 20 points, but right. he was you phenomenal. Like, personally, maybe the Super Bowl. He got he took like 20 hits and he's just like but he was good in September. So what? Right. It doesn't make sense because if there was an issue with like a shoulder or something and they weren't telling us he would run and he's not running at all. And if there's an issue with his legs, like. It would affect certain things, but he'd still be able to pass the ball in some scenarios. Now, their offensive line is terrible, so I think he's probably throwing the ball much faster than he wants. He only got second ones yesterday, but he was releasing the ball. Yeah, but he's missing wide open guys, and he never did that before. Yeah, the Zach Wilson is when you throw over the running back's head. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, I saw some of that yesterday. Lamar had one, too. uh, Yeah, I I think Lamar is the MVP right now, honestly. No, he's not. I mean, he's terrifying to go against, but he's so like if by the how scary are they to go against. It's Lamar and then Brady. Yeah, I, I just because they just like score at will, basically, like they're what the Chiefs were last year. I just don't think when you have as many turnovers as, as Lamar does that, you know, you can be the MVP. It, usually the type of person who wins the MVP is someone with like a very low, certainly single digit interception number. Yeah, And usually that's that's there's a lot of luck there and it regresses the next season because it means you benefit mm-hmm. from dropped interceptions or whatever, for sure. Um, by the way, uh, here's the turnover count. So Wilson only has one, but of course he's missed a bunch of games. And then mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins only has two. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers only has three. Missed the- I mean, it's insane that Kirk Cousins, uh, the the Vikings, I think have they have the fewest turnovers in the league, they have the most sacks in the league. There's and by the way, the turnover thing is going to regress because again, like that, you know, that's there's a little bit of luck involved there. So every, all like sort of the indications for the Vikings are favored. Uh, you know, this team should be six and two. Um, but they just, you know, they pluck uh, defeat from the jaws of victory week after week after week. Um, yeah. And the second half thing is just completely abysmal. And, I, you know, I think they have the worst scoring differential in the league in the fourth quarter. And, um, yeah, so I'm completely done with with uh, where is the Dallas game? I saw very little, honestly, of Dallas then. Yeah. I had I had the Ravens of Vikings going on one TV the whole time. And I didn't yeah. see a ton of Dallas Denver. And it was also never really competitive. Yeah, uh, and it's also weird because it was thirty nothing, and then you looked up like four minutes later, and they somehow got sixteen. You never see the team down sixteen get sixteen, so you know they wasted it when they were down thirty. But that was yeah. cool for somebody to do once. Yeah, um, yeah. I, Denver so I don't know. finally has a win against a not bottom five team. So congrats, Denver. Dak has been objectively bad, like compared to last year. Remember, Dak was throwing for like three eighty a game last year. Yeah, he got he's hurt. had a couple of bad games. I mean, he's still you know he's got eighteen touchdowns and five interceptions. He's averaging eight yards in attempt. He's av- he's completing almost seventy percent of his passes. He he, he's not, you know, he had a bad game and he had another bad game. Um, what was that? The question is, ago? is it like, well, he doesn't have the all world offensive line anymore. The offensive line is just ordinary now. Or is it like he's not he suffered a serious injury last year and he's not 100 percent? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. He also, he has fewer rushing yards than Justin Herbert, than, um, you know, than Carson Well, he's Wentz. 28. Like, it stops at a certain point. He's probably not going to run anymore. Yeah. Remember, Breeze used to run like crazy, and then one day he just stopped. They're like, it's going to stop. Yeah. Um, Denver is really interesting because, like, as I don't have to tell you, but Teddy's like the most underappreciated player, basically, of this. Yeah. Yeah. He's so insane. solid. Completely. Insane. And both those running backs are really good. Like Javante Williams is amazing. And and Gordon is solid like that. You know, they yeah. have they have like legitimate and Sutton weapons. and Judy and Patrick and Fant. Yeah, they have. They have, yeah, they have that's like a real offense. And by the way, that to, to get a second round pick and a third round pick for half a season of an edge rusher in his 30s. I mean, that was an unbelievable trade for the Broncos. Yeah. Amazing trade. Amazing. trade. Yeah. It's funny because people like. I, it, it's totally reasonable to think like, oh, were they punting the season? But it's like, no, the Rams offered no, like, yeah. an absurd amount. Uh, of course, it. you have to make that trade no matter what your record is. And and, and, and I always get it. I didn't read the Rams. You know, they didn't give up a first round because they don't, they have they no don't first have any. Round for like yeah. 12 years. But then they have so many supplemental picks. Like if you're a good veteran team, you're, you're not going to have 10 rookies make a team anyway. So it actually sort of made sense. They they did one good teams really beget like it's so easy to keep building through the draft if you're a team like the Patriots who are so good at getting those the Jets haven't had a supplemental pick in the last six or seven years that's not an exaggeration they have not had one well I think I mean so I think the Rams trade. they have to trade for the Rams are in a lot of trouble I disagree with you now I'm not saying no that I'm I, not saying they're not I'm not yeah. saying they're not I think I get why they did that because I think like you can only have so many rookies make make a team and like they had a zillion once they made the staff for trade it's almost like you know they're pot committed at that point right they're, yeah, they're pot committed. I mean, I don't think it's like this year or they're dead. They still have, you know, a bunch of young receivers. What's Cup's contract status? Um, I think he's like, he, I think no, he's got a he cheap signed. contract. I don't think he's a, yeah. They, they, he signed, so I, yeah. So I think they're like sort of fine. Yes, they'll be in cap hell, def- like, but that's mostly with the, the defense where yeah. they're not going to be able to keep all those guys. Yeah, they have him under contract for 2022 and 2023. Right. The bigger issue is like, is that oh, he's going to choke yeah. the second we get to the playoffs? And the answer is probably yes. Oh, I mean, he did it last night against the Titans, obviously. But I mean, I, I would I, he would be my MVP right now if the season ended. Stafford. Yeah. See, I think like MVP is like part storyline. And right now the storyline doesn't work. He's going to have to win one of these big games. Well, the storyline is what? Did he switch his teams and he they immediately I mean, are the best team in the league? No, it's because they play this big game. They get a Sunday night home. Game, OK, they lost that game. They're still disaster. They're still the number one team in the NFC. Mm hmm. Right. Yes, he was bad that game. I agree. But um, yeah. So I mean, is Stafford going to like go to the Super Bowl and play well? I feel I, I, I'm not. Buying. No, but the MVP award is a regular season award. All right. So what okay. else? Is Cincinnati shitting the bed two weeks in a row. So weird. Like all these results are completely inexplicable. Yeah. I really hope Cleveland like blows the doors off the Patriots this week because I'm so yeah. mad. I'm so I mad. Like, I think I finally have to acknowledge that the Dolphins are not going to finish second place in that not- division. And the Patriots are like are, are really not bad. Like the AFC is a lot of like B teams, like B plus B teams. And I think it's that's true in the NFC like, also. I mean, it, like, no, I don't think so. I think the NFC has a lot of B minus teams. Like your team just keeps losing. My team keeps and, losing, but on a neutral field, they're better than the Patriots. I mean, they'd find yeah, a way I to lose. I, but. You're, yeah, but like if you want, yeah, if you want to say Minnesota, Seattle, and San Francisco, but like I don't even know if San Francisco. I would work. say all of the following teams are basically pretty similar to me: Chargers, Browns, Bengals, Raiders, Chiefs, Patriots, Colts, Broncos, Steelers. That's a lot of AFC teams. And then in the yes. NFC, I think you could throw in the Vikings, 
anyone and outside the top five who's not. I guess it's really only the Vikings. There's no one else here in that middle. San Francisco, no, the, maybe? the Seahawks. Unless you think they're better, they just don't have Russ. Well, the Seahawks, well, I they're think definitely Russ, here. I think, well, not with Gino, they're not. With Gino, they're below no, that tier. With gone. Russ, is Russ definitely back after the bye? I mean, worst case is one more game. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're right. Actually, that middle tier is mostly AFC teams. And then, I, and then a tier New below Orleans that is Philly more, and Atlanta and the Giants and Chicago and Carolina. Well, so you don't think yeah. New Orleans is even on that tier, or you think they're above it? Oh, New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans. Is that yeah, New Orleans sure. on that. Yeah, tier. yeah. Okay, New Orleans. Now, the with Vikings. a real quarterback, they'd be on the top tier, I think. But if they had Matthew Stafford, in New Orleans. Yeah, well, they went thirteen and three with Drew Brees the last couple of years. So yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, although the receivers are not good. And... I wonder if like that might that might be a good spot for Rodgers next year. People aren't really talking about New Orleans. New Orleans. Rodgers. Yeah, I thought you wanted I to go west. Peyton is so good. Mm. Yeah, but there aren't a lot of options west. He's not going to the Rams. I guess he could go to the 49ers, but that's like you really have to get you have to you know, deal with. I mean, people have been talking about Lance the Broncos. There. Yeah, the Broncos aren't crazy. It's that's not a crazy idea. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. it's possible. OK. All right. Now you it's wanted to get years. It's not you like wanted to guess the lines on the air. Is that right? Let's guess the lines. Yeah, okay. let's guess the lines. All right. OK. Um, I haven't listened. But to, by the way, to I, it honestly pains me how bad Darnold is. I really I haven't listened either. He's I listened visible. to the first like five minutes. Yeah, it's it makes me sad because like he seems like a nice guy. And he's just so terrible. Yeah, but, and, but we knew this and we didn't understand what the hell the Panthers were doing. And so, you know. Well, I think with a healthy McCaffrey, like McCaffrey's so good that he could make a quarterback look competent. But they had Bridgewater. Out. They had an average NFL quarterback for four million dollars. Oh, and what they, they're and doing. Yeah, and they I'm got rid the of him. For, they got rid of him for nothing, and they gave up a second round pick, and they paid more money yeah. for Sam Darnold, and none of it made any sense. I think it's arrogance on the part it's of these sad. coaches who are like, you know, yeah. Darnold's ceiling is higher than Bridgewater's, and I'm the guy to get him into that ceiling. It's sad because like Rule, I almost think is definitely a good coach, but like no one's winning in the NFL with Darnold as a starter. Like yeah. I don't even Darnold's barely a backup. Like I don't know if Darnold is better than. I mean, in that team, guys and we like, know that team is interested in Watson. And, you know, in the offseason, it's a race between them and the Dolphins. And Is Darnold better than Jacoby Brissett even? Like, who's who's winning for Miami yesterday? I'm not even sure. I mean, Brissett's been really bad this year. I know. And and for a while. But, like, Darnold, you know who's least, also you know, been bad? Darnold. Yes, yeah. He's very bad. I mean, right now, I'm looking at my quarterback rankings. Sam Darnold is ahead of um, only rookies. The only people he's ahead of are Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson. So he's the worst non-rookie quarterback. Where's Mike NFL. White? First after Brady? First or yeah, second after Brady? He's got to play more than five quarters to qualify. Speaking of five quarters, Tyron funny. Taylor, the six quarters, a... was otherworldly, and then yesterday had three picks. Yes. I, I oh, switched way, off. Uh, my... I switched off at the last second. When they announced that Tua was out, I'm like, Brissett against Taylor, ugh, and I switched off the Dolphins and Survivor, and I'm kicking myself for that now. And Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm still alive, but it would have been sweet to I got use two, a one and seven team. I got too cute in fantasy in one league. I had a love. I made a bunch of trades and then I had Russ on a buy when the, when when all the trades were said and done. And um, I played love and I played Mac Jones against Carolina. I figured like Donald would throw a lot of interceptions and maybe Jones. They just score a bunch of cheap touchdowns. Jones was got some points. Uh, and I sat Matt Ryan against New Orleans for some reason. Yeah, I don't understand um, what that's about. I mean, I think he was he was actually third of the three in projections. Really? Uh, yeah. On ESPN and on Yahoo. But um, okay. yeah, he had a big game. And uh, Love, I mean, Love was horrible, but it had like at least 10 or 11 points. And Mac Jones had like five. Um, well, Mac yeah, Jones doesn't right, get fantasy points. Yeah. No, he does not. 
Um, Let's get to the Lions. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, that team runs all day also. They ran 39 times history. Not even like that well. Harris was 15 for 30. Yeah, well, that, that, that's just about um, Carolina's thinking and, you know. Um, all right, I'm trying to find the. But what do you do if you're Carolina? Because you're four and five. You're in that mix. You're not on the level of the teams we just mentioned. You're probably the team after that. Would right, you I'm put lo- Atlanta on that level, maybe? I'm, lo- I'm looking at I'm looking at fantasy pros. The, their week nine Wait, rankings. Wait, do you put Atlanta on the Minnesota level? No, look, they've got like a negative fifty points differential. Okay, yeah, fine. they stink. Um, yeah, they ha- so they look- could be in the seventh seed though. Fantasy pros had Mac Jones wins. seventeen, Matt Ryan eighteen, and then um, where's Jordan Love? I don't even see Jordan. ESPN Love had Love scoring. More oh, Jordan Love fifteen. So it was actually 15, 17, 18. They had Matt Ryan the lowest. Okay, Crazy. Not, but not I got a little lucky in that in our league, I advanced to the merge, which is very exciting. Merge. The truth is, I should bench Pat Mahomes because he's the worst player in the NFL, and I can't believe I'm stuck with him now for the rest of the season because uh, nobody else owns him. But I was going to play Tyrod over Matt Ryan because Tyrod was so good, like we said in the game and half play, and I just forgot honestly. To, to do it. I had both of them and I, it didn't occur to me until 105. And I'm like, shoot, it's too late. And luckily Ryan at 28 and Tyrod had like two. Yeah. But uh, I would have done that. Could have been disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. We, right, we, 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 I think we'll maybe our patron podcast this week will be all about that draft because that's going to be an exciting experiment. No, I don't. I, I don't mind doing a segment, but I don't. I think I don't know. People keep saying to me, we got to do we got to do. You got a podcast about I'm, this. I'm and I was thinking like about at the end of it and do five minutes. But I don't think that. Well, so. So, yeah. So my, that's my response. People keep telling us you have to podcast about that this week. But I said, like, other than the 80 people in it, who's interested in it? And maybe it's a lot of people. Yeah, but I don't cares. know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy sure. to talk about it. The, I'm happy to talk about it. All right. We'll five see. Or 10 minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, so you're going to guess the... Have you guessed the spreads yet or no? None. Not, not, none of the spreads. Have I, okay, I guessed them already. I was uh, even going to guess... Sometimes I'll guess the Jets' bills in my head in case I see it on, like, Jets' Twitter, but I didn't even remember off the top of my head where the game was. Now I see it's in New York. Okay. Um, all right, so um, we're going to... How about this? I'm going I'm to rank the games from uh, best to worst game this week. All right? Okay, fine. Sure. And I'm doing this on the fly. Um, mm-hmm. Don't worry, nobody notices. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I'm not going to do this because I can't do it correctly. Let's just start. We'll start with Thursday night. Baltimore at Miami. Okay, so the Thursday nighter. Tua was like a little bit of a surprise scratch, but then you missed that Sunday game. It's hard to believe he'll be back for Thursday. There's no reason to rush him back at two and seven. I don't even think they like him. I mean, I unless, unless like the argument is he was a surprise because he was like 50-50 and they said, hey, we got a short week. Let's, let's rest him. We can beat Houston without him. Let's rest him for Baltimore. There's this weird thing, and I know because I'm so many hours ahead that like Ian Rapport at like 4 a.m. Schefter used to do it. Now like Rapport gets up earlier and like starts tweeting about all these inactives and actives. People. Yeah. 
And I, I, I mean, maybe they're scheduled tweets and he's just holding the information until Sunday morning or maybe I don't know. But anyway, no. they weren't. Tua wasn't even in there. He wasn't even in there, too. There was a uh, lot of surprises. Say, oh, the there was a lot of quarterbacks we didn't know. Was Darnold going to play? Was Kyler Murray going to play? Yeah, it's, it was like an end of season type thing. Like you, there were guys on waivers in two quarterback leagues all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, Colt McCoy coming out of nowhere. Uh, okay, so I have the Ravens here by eight and a half on the road in Miami. Okay, uh, I said eight, it's seven. So I, I add you there. Um, and then we have a bunch of spreads in that area this week. There's like, there's not a lot of close games, no but, but there's not like the massive, you know, 14 point spreads. We've been seeing 15 point spreads. Um, all right. Sorry, spoiler. All right. Atlanta at Dallas. Suddenly uh, Dallas losing at home. Atlanta winning on the road. Who knows what's going on here? Atlanta in, in a playoff spot at the season end today, as absurd as that is. I think if Dallas played a close game, even if they lost to Denver, I think that this is like six and a half. But now I'm going to say they were so bad last week in Atlanta won. I'm going to say Dallas by four and a half. Oh, you're insane. I said eight and a half and it's nine. Why? Atlanta's been playing better. No, they're not. Atlanta sucks. Atlanta's a bad team. They're really bad. They're not a good team. All right. um, New Orleans at Tennessee. Uh, New Orleans, two, two teams that just lost, lost at home. Or excuse me, mm-hmm. Tennessee just won. What the hell am I talking? About? I'm mixing up Tennessee and the Rams. I'm all, I'm all discombobulated. But New Orleans, yeah, a bad loss to a bad to a bad Atlanta team. Tennessee, you know, keeps pulling off big wins. All of a sudden, you know, they've beaten the Bills and they've beaten, you know, now it doesn't make it's not so impressive. But they destroyed the Chiefs. Was it twenty seven nothing? And or at the halftime, it was twenty seven nothing. And uh, you know, coming off a big win against the Rams, although their offense didn't do that much. It's a couple of pick sixes really sort of you know changed the outcome there. Obviously, I'm gonna say. Titans by six and a half at home. Yeah, I said seven. It's only two and a half. This one makes no sense. This is sort of what, what you just mean? thought the last game was. Ta- I, I mean, no is Taysom Hill that good? Is he? Is I have is, no this team I, trade for. Is Drew Brees coming back this week? I can't. This Phillip line. Rivers? This line makes no sense to me. Uh, we had a conversation about Philip Rivers last night. Um, if we're past the trade deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady tomorrow tears all his ACLs out for the year. Yeah. What do the Bucks do? I think that now I'm not saying Rivers is not coming back in midseason in November. There's no chance. Mm-hmm. But I think that the the first thing the Bucks do is they call him, right? Yeah. Why not? I mean, listen. If, does has Trask showed anything in in practice and in training camp? I don't I know. Just, I have no idea what they do in that situation. But you know, I mean, how I mean, bad is Gabbard? I don't know. I guess that's what we would find out. But, you know, that that because that's a team that, you know, is built all. I just I, I don't I'm really curious what what a team like that would do. You know, and again, I think they should have traded for um, Gardner Minshew or something. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe they like Gabbert. Yeah. Minshew's on the wrong team. I, or, I know or maybe 44 year old Tom Brady is indestructible. Who knows? Like Minshew should not be on a team that's not making the playoffs. That that makes no sense. The best backup. Yeah. And, and he's just like wandering in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, ha- by the way, this is a weird thing. I saw a poll. Uh, a Jets person tweeted. Who should start a quarterback this week for the Jets? Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. no. Mike White, Maybe. Josh Johnson, Maybe. or Joe Flacco. I've yeah. never seen a team have four options before. They literally have four people who could make a case. Like if Wilson and White are both hurt. Well, hold, hold, like, hold on. There's no case for Flacco. There is. Flacco might be better than Josh Johnson. Who cares? There's no there's no advantage. Why? Why are you trying out this 37 year old guy? Who, there's no Josh Johnson's the same age. He's 35. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't really know what he's doing there either. But um, I mean, look, I mean, he played ex- really you, well last week. You didn't expect Wilson. Wilson it. Well, good. it was it was garbage time. I mean, they were losing by 30 tough points. It's so. true. It's true. But like he played well. Yeah. Honestly, played it would have been, been the perfect game for Wilson because 
you want like you want your rookie quarterback at least to like shred a team in garbage time, feel feel good about himself. Like yeah. that game was never close. That would have been the perfect spot. And if he didn't do it, well, that's really bad news because White was going to do it and freaking Josh Johnson did it. You know. Yeah. So who is starting for the Jets this week? Uh, I, I mean, there, I mean, it's Wilson. Someone had a great point on on, on Twitter, which was the Bills had this in Allen's rookie season where. Allen was playing terribly and then he missed the game and Matt Barkley put up 41 on the Jets and all Buffalo Twitter was like play Matt Barkley next week if Allen's healthy and they didn't and then Allen played a little better the rest of his rookie year uh yeah yeah obviously you have to play Wilson if he's healthy if he's not healthy like there's no problem sitting him against a really good Bills defense and letting you know White or Johnson or Flacco or whoever you know take a few licks um anyway uh so right, well, why don't we talk about your Jets there's nothing to say. I mean, they play Thursday night. They're, they're no, no, I'm saying, what, 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 what do you think their line is at home against oh, the Bills? Oh, okay, fine. Um, that game's in New York. The Bills just proved they can't win on the road against garbage teams. No, no, the Bills are... I mean, the Jets have been destroyed more than any other team this year, so... Yeah, more than Houston? Yeah. No. Houston's played one close game, the game against the Patriots. So the Jets have. So have the Jets played one close game. Jets got destroyed by the Patriots twice. Yeah. I mean, one was, like, in theory sort of close for a lot of the game, but uh, it got destroyed by Denver. They lost by 15 to Indianapolis, but that was not a 15 point yeah. game. It was, you know, at the one Carolina point, game was, in week one was close. Aikman's like crazier things have happened. The, the Falcons game was close and they have two when wins. The Jets That's close down 15, when the Jets were driving down 15, Aikman's like, well, crazier things that are, have happened than the Jets like making this game right now. <laughs> Actually, Troy, nothing crazier had ever happened because they were down 15 driving. Uh, and it would have been the tied for the greatest comeback in NFL history and the greatest comeback in regular season history. Yeah. Um, anyway, things have not happened. Have not happened. Then Josh Johnson scoring six touchdowns and, and winning game for some. Um, I'm going to say Buffalo by 14. Hmm. Yeah, you beat me here. I only said 11 and a half. Maybe I was spooked by Buffalo shooting the bed. It's uh, 13. I mean, Buffalo could win this game by 60, honestly. Yeah. For sure. I the mean, Jets look what the have, Patriots just did, and the Bills are much more explosive than Buffalo, than New England. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, will we ever know why they scored six points against the Jaguars? Josh Allen's had a couple. Very yeah. feisty people. So. I don't know. All right, uh, let's talk about the other team who played that Thursday night game, Jacksonville at Indy. <sighs> if Indy had managed to just beat the Titans in that second game, what a different situation they would be in. I mean, it's but, over. It's they can make the playoffs, but it's, it's yeah. I've told you. I think I think they're going to be the seventh seed. I think they're nine and eight. They're going to take the last wild card. Colts by nine and a half. Although I might have to rethink that because I had the Browns losing uh, to Cincinnati. Colts by nine and a half. Okay, you're going to beat me. I said eight and a half. It's ten and a half. I was too wow. low. I overreacted wow. in both in, to both teams in the Buffalo Jets mm-hmm. game. Yeah, so. try, I'm trying not to do that right now. I'm trying not to overreact at all. Yeah, oh, you take a three-two lead on me, uh, trying to. Get a win for the first time in uh, a little while. I've been on a little winning streak here, I think. Um, uh, Cleveland at New England. This is is this the best game of the week? I mean, it's a very to, good game. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not gonna be a good game to watch, but in terms of like the outcome, no, it's two like the choppiest, ugliest teams. In the I think league, the, they run. But in terms of the also, closest games, it's this. It'll be a two-hour Vikings game. Chargers, and then I guess the night games could be good. Vikings but. Chargers is a good game. I mean, this will be like a, a two-hour, thirty-five-minute game because both these teams run forty times. Yeah. Um, no news on Cream Hunt. Yeah, that's someone to invest in anything. fantasy. That's not ideal. Um, Chubb is so good. Like Chubb made a cut uh, when he was running for a touchdown. It's like he just put on like the video game super speed. Yeah. Um, hmm. This game's in Cleveland. In New England. Oh, in New England. I'll say. 
Pats by two and a half. Oh, you got that one exactly. I said two. So, uh, yeah, yeah you, I was you... gonna. I mean, it's not gonna be Browns favored, and it's probably not New England by three. So it has to be in a very small spot there. Yeah. All right, you're beating me uh, four to two now. Although I'm uh, fewer points off than you. Um, a bunch of bad games here. Detroit at Pittsburgh. Steelers by. Did I say you can't give Dan Campbell two weeks? Everyone knows. Ten and a half. I'll say Steelers by ten. Ten and a half. Okay, I got it exactly. I said nine. Okay. I just told you you can't give Dan Campbell two weeks to prepare. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Think. uh, I mean, it's uh, funny. Baltimore came off a bye and they didn't even like look like they knew who's on the Vikings team, but then they responded. But it was like this after a bye. Yeah. Um. All right. Tampa at Washington. Two teams off the bye. Do we get Fitzmagic again? And the Raiders came off a bye. You, you, you say you can't give Steve Bisaccio two weeks yeah. <laughs> and they lost to the Giants. Yeah. He's only good when he has less than a week as head coach. It's true. It's true. Yeah. He was yeah. better with, with like four days and ideally like, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Scandal involving a coach. Um, yeah. Tampa. Is... But we both picked the Giants to win that game, so we weren't that surprised. No, 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 no. Nailed. That was one of my better picks. I actually went six and one uh, in picks pick seven oh, could have just been. picking winners and losers I, I only won five games for the second week in a row um just a complete disaster for me but for been, a lot of people I, a lot of upsets this week obviously. i've been missing nfl and hitting college football for about six weeks and then i went six and one in, in the nfl and i lost the jets which um not by much because if they score at the end there they they cover and then i had a disastrous week in college football um so did the so did the Gophers, who had an outside chance to win their division and go to the Big Ten. Yeah, I was watching that, knowing you'd be like, "Oh God!" I mean, listen, Wolf. they lost their best player the first the first week of the year. Then they the, lose they've the, lost like, like all their running backs. Yeah, yeah, they, like they lost except, except, except running backs actually matter in college. Yeah, running backs matter, uh, and they're usually your best athletes for sure. Yeah. Um, and they lost to a MAC team, and it's like, oh, this team is going to go like three. And that was the worst loss they, of the country this year. Yes, and then they magically, uh, well, I guess Florida State losing to Jacksonville State is probably worse. Um, like Florida, because every single guy in Jacksonville State was like someone who was like act- actively like rejected as a walk on from Florida State. Yeah. Um, and um, and then yeah, and then they won a bunch of games. Like, oh, they're going to be in the Big Ten championship because the West is just so abominable. Uh, I mean, they're going to lose to Iowa and Wisconsin, so they're not going to be. But they had a chance. I honestly think Purdue is the best of those four teams. Mm. Uh, but they lost a bunch too. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay is oh, where Michigan State. Tampa's at Washington. The replay of a, of a Saturday wildcard game that we all forgot from last year. Who could forget that game? Yeah. Um, was it like 47 to 5 or something? 45 to 8? I was, don't know. Was, was, that's probably Scorigami. I was yeah. shocked 45 30 was Scorigami, the Jets' yeah. goals game. I mean, there's just there's not that many games that score that high in the first place. I guess that's true. And there's only like 256 games a year. Most of them are like 24 20. Yeah. Uh, I have the Bucks by. It's funny when we were kids. Twenty seventeen was like the most common score, and now that's like yeah. a really low scoring game. Like what? Yeah, that is a low scoring game. The Vik- the Vikings lost to the Cowboys twenty sixteen on Sunday night last week, and it was just again un- unwatchably bad, low scoring, nothing happening game. I mean, I thought the quality of play yesterday was pretty low. Every game had a backup quarterback, basically, or yeah. a quarterback who used to be good, like Patrick. Mahomes well, here's the good out. news: this week the buys other than Cincinnati and then they might not be good. Chicago giants, Houston, we, we were getting rid of four bad, three and a half bad teams, basically. Yeah. So Bucks quality by, play should be up a little bit, Bucks except by, except it's not because look at these matchups. 10 in Washington Bucks by 10. 10. Are right, you, you beat me again. I said eight, it's nine and a half. I was way too low. Well, I think it's another problem also with the 17 game season is like, there's just going to be like eight quarterbacks out by week 14 teams that are out of it, whatever. And the, the quality play is like going to get worse as the season goes on. Like Russ will come back, but three teams will lose their quarterback. And then not every team has Mike White on the bench. All right. 
Um, I think this is the last of the bigger spreads and the rest of the games are at least reasonably close. So Carolina at Arizona. Cardinals by nine and a half. I mean, oh, we tied actually because it's 10 and I said 10 and a half. What's the record for interceptions in a game? Six? Thrown? Seven? Favre threw seven once, didn't Delon threw no, seven Favre in a playoff threw game? Seven. Favre in a playoff game, seven. he did once, didn't he? Uh-uh. No, maybe six. Maybe I thought, six. And I thought Delon did also? Someone's probably thrown seven, but it was probably in the 50s. We could check. Uh, I'm just like, if Darnold, I mean, Darnold probably wouldn't get the rope to throw it. But uh, Steve like, DeBerg threw seven in 1986. Ty Detmer threw seven in 2001. Tommy Wade threw seven in 1965. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was right about Favre. I, Favre might have um, only thrown five. Jim Hardy threw eight in 1950. Okay. And then we got more sevens. We got Kenny Stabler threw seven in 77. Uh, Zeke Bradkowski threw seven in 1960. Um, yeah, let's see. But let's see. Since... Uh, since 2000, we have Ty Detmer seven in 2001 that I said. Detmer was so good in college. And then I'm trying to see pros. what. And then Chris Chandler threw seven and two, it threw six in 2004. Chris Chandelier. Now these are oh Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six for your Jets in 2016. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that game? Uh, was it against Buffalo? Uh, against the Chiefs. I don't then. Peyton Manning threw was the final six. score 35 15. That I that brings a bell. I don't know. Uh, 35 15 is your guess. It was 24 to 3. So, no, I don't remember that. Uh, Peyton Manning threw six in 2007. He was an when he was winning an MVP. That's kind of surprising. Or Matthew Stafford threw five against the Seahawks. Um, but this is only regular season because I could have sworn didn't Favre and Delon both have monster? I'm looking, I'm looking on Favre's Delon had a fiver, I think, for sure. Um, hold on. No, Favre never had a crazy interception playoff. Against the Ram against the Rams. Um, I'm missing. Oh, is hiding Rose? Yes, Favre in 2002 through yeah, six he did, interceptions. He did. Yes, was hiding Rose. Yeah, they lost 45-17. Yes, it was. It was Favre. Yes, it was Favre against the Rams, and then it was that Norman. was the Rams team that uh, made the Super Bowl against New England. 2002. Yes, and then or 2001, and then it was uh, yeah Norman Brocklin, Bobby Lane, and Frank Filchak all through six in NFL championships in 46, 54, and 55, and then Jake DeLome. Yeah, Philchuk got banned for life from gambling. Yeah, and then Jake DeLome in in uh, in two thousand eight through against Carolina threw only five. So yeah, it was Farvin DeLome was the right. Yeah, so nobody's nobody said seven. Anyway, I, maybe we'll get the Ocho with Darnold this week. Maybe Darnold and PJ Walker combined. Oh, oh, that's why you brought it up. I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it doesn't doesn't even matter. But are we getting Kyler Murray this week? Probably better if not. I don't know for my interceptions. Uh, Thing. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, okay, so let's get to um, the the late game. Well, that is a late game. But let's get to the rest of the late games on Sunday. We have Vikings at Chargers. Um, you know, at in quotation marks, of course. Well, you think a lot of people can travel? Why don't you go to this game? <laughs> Fly to Los Angeles to watch the Vikings Bring lose. One of the on, boys. On, Bring the boys. To watch the Vikings lose on the last play of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, Chargers by. Does Vegas know that the Vikings are like good and they just lose at the end of every game? Charged by five and a half. Oh, that's way too high. I said three and a half. It's two and a half. So they think the Vikings are better than the Chargers? They're not. I think they're about even. And also the Chargers don't have a home field advantage. Yeah, they are the same team, kind of. But I, I just think the Vikings luck has been worse this year. The Chargers and luck the Chargers quarterback is better. And also, like, I mean, not Vikings, this year. Like, honestly, it was a better it was a better result for the Vikings than we were talking about just because like 
Hunter's not there. They're missing so many guys. On they, they were missing especially. four of their best players on, on defense. Harrison Smith, who's unvaccinated, but totally flying under the radar with the Aaron Rodgers situation. But Harrison Smith is unvaccinated. Yeah, the so key he is got... just not to talk if you're if you're. Yeah, if you're but also vaccinated. it's quarterback versus safety. You know, even, uh, Harrison Smith is a pro bowler. Vaccinated. But, yeah, that's true. But yeah, he's not. An asshole people about care it. about Aaron Rodgers more. Than well, Cousins was a big story in the preseason. Lamar when, you know, also hasn't said a word about it. He's gotten. COVID yeah, he's not vaccinated. He's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so um, Dino I don't Hunter even think Donald's vaccinated, honestly. Dino Hunter being out for the season is when I sort of realized this Viking season is essentially going nowhere. But um, oh, is he out for the year? Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, then Two, that that's really your window. I mean, that, they, they had no pass rush against the Cowboys. Now, they did have a bit of a pass rush against um, the Ravens. And Cousins, again, went a whole game without getting sacked. It's just unbelievable how... Um, how did Jefferson and Thielen go two hours without their names being mentioned on the telecast? That's why we hate... Okay. I don't want to lose my temper. That's why we hate Clint Kubiak. Kubiak okay. And Zimmer. It was and crazy. Then. Thielen caught a catch. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot Thielen. Thielen's active. It's like, and the no, Fox they, graphic. Let's feed like CJ Ham. They got to the feed CJ Ham and Whatever Alexander Madison. CJ Ham is the best receiver on the team. Honestly, it was one of the great fullback games in three decades because. Yeah. The, Touchdowns all over the place. Ricard was untackable. I honestly yeah. think they should give him the ball 15 times. Mm-hmm, one game. Mm-hmm. Like four Vikings couldn't get that guy down. He's a, yeah. He's just a truck. Yeah. And then Ham makes an amazing catch. Yeah. Uh, and but the, the Vikings offensive game plan, as best I could tell, was feed Tyler Conklin early and often. Yeah, it's like Conklin, Cook, Ham, then- Alexander Madison. The less talent you have, the more we're giving you the ball. Jefferson mm-hmm. and Thielen. OK, we'll give it to you a couple times because you have to show how good you are. But yeah, but we don't we don't we don't want to. It's enraging. I hate Clint Kubiak. Because like so Jefferson made a couple plays at the end. It's like, well, why didn't they do that the whole game? Oh, yeah. they didn't even try and get him the ball. And it, it was it wasn't even that the cousins was under pressure, like it was against the Cowboys. He or mm-hmm. against the Browns. He was unmolested. So Ugh, unlike my soul, deeply molested by this team. <laughs> okay. What else? All right. Uh Philly at Denver. Uh two teams that are also kind of the same, sort of like half a tier below Vikings and Chargers, I think. No, the Broncos are much better than Philly at this point. I mean, Philly went into Detroit and stomped them 44 to 6. And oh they, wow! <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit fair, I guess. <laughs> wow! Imagine what they do against freaking Bowling Green. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, Philly's I you say, know the Philly Philly lost at the last second to the Chargers. That's a that's a decent result. They lost to the Bucks a very close game. That's another decent. Yeah, the Eagles result. aren't like embarrassingly bad. Yeah. They're probably better than they went into Atlanta and beat them. They went into Carolina and beat them. You know, they they got three road wins. On the right day, the which Eagles is weird. Giants could look Eagles have not won at home this year. I'm going to put this in no man's land, Denver five and a half. All right. I said two and a half. I'm going to get it. It's three and a half. Mm-hmm. This is a, so each of the last two games are two and a half. And I guess three and a half. And you guess five and a half. So, so I'm giving too much credit. To, you're overrating uh, these Broncos. AFC teams, underrating these NFC yeah. teams. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, Seattle at Green Bay. Who are the quarterbacks for either team? That's, Who knows? Yeah, that's it's funny because like obviously Rogers Mahomes was like supposed to be basically the game of the year. Yeah. Uh, other than New England plays Tampa this year. Um, they yes, right. they already did. Yeah, Remember, other than New that, England? yeah, they already did. Yes, the only game ready um, to nothing. Right. So, and then and the, it, it was still a competitive game, but it was just bad. Yeah. And then you have this, which also it's like this is such a great game if both quarterbacks are healthy. Green Bay can win the Super Bowl. <sighs> I guess so. Yeah. They can. Um, it, it's this is an absurd line to pick without knowing who the quarterbacks are. I'll just say with my say, guess, I guess Rogers was playing and Russell Wilson was not playing. Right. I'll say yes. Yeah, so I'll say Green Bay six and a half. Yeah. And I think I was wrong. I think the answer is they're both playing because it's only five. Yeah. So you can you yeah, beat me okay. there. Mm-hmm. All right. And let's well, get you got seven. I guess eight. That's too much. 
Well, like they, not if it's Rogers. Out. Not if it's Rogers against. Well, that's Gino. why, like, if you if it was your money, you'd be like, oh, there's no line in this yet, you know? Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Kansas City at Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, who the hell knows with both these teams? And like the, the that whole division honestly, out in this game. Every team in that division sometimes looks like they're thirteen and four, and sometimes looks like they're five and twelve. A hundred percent. But I also think like the Raiders' pass rush might be able to really get to Kansas City. Uh, I have. I'll only have the Raiders by three and a half. The Chiefs are getting absurd respect. Um, still yeah. Uh, okay. I had the Raiders by two. Are you ready for yeah. it? <laughs> the Chiefs favored Kansas City by two and a half. So stupid. Yeah. So I agree with you about they're getting way too much. That That's that just makes no stupid. sense to me. Yeah. And I'm going to beat you because I got the last game exactly right. So um, do you remember when the like it's not a good example. Do you remember when the Patriots like after they beat they came back and beat Miami when they were um, in the 2007 Patriots? Yeah. And then, like, they never really played in a, uh, a complete game the rest of the season after yeah, that. Yeah, they, they barely beat the Eagles, as I recall. And yeah, they, the famous Giants the game. The Giants, and... yeah. Like, and then even the playoffs. They were winning, but they weren't, like, yeah. during the middle of the season, they were just, like, scoring at will. And every game was over by the first half, which we really yeah. haven't seen before, you know, since the... I, there's, there's that, but, like, imagine a much worse version of that. Like, the Chiefs are just... It's never going to come back this year. Whatever's wrong, I don't think is fixable. All right. Okay. So I'm looking um, after the bucket. Okay, so the Eagles game, they won 31, 28. They won by three. The Ravens game, they won 27, 24. They won by three. That was a night game. I think. Yeah. Then they beat Pittsburgh at home by three touchdowns. Fine. They beat the Jets by 10. They beat the Dolphins mm-hmm. by three touchdowns loss. again, and they beat the Giants by three. So, yeah, they have blowouts against the Steelers and Dolphins. But other than that, yeah, they played all close games after. Uh, and then after the playoffs, they were like weren't super sharp, if I remember. Yeah, they beat Jacksonville by 11. They beat San Diego by nine. And then they, uh, what they do to the Giants? I don't remember. All right, um, so let's finish off. We have the Rams at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Both teams coming off um, inexcusable losses at home. The San Francisco is losing to you know Colt McCoy, and the Rams uh, losing to a Derrick Henry list Titans. We'll go Rams three and a half on the road. Mm. All right, I said three, which is what it is exactly. So I'm going to okay. beat you at eight to six this week. Um, but um, yeah, just it's a really weird week because you look at these. Other than other than the last five games we mentioned, every single game. Well, yeah. The All these games have, have seven plus spreads. Four o'clock is really good. Seattle, Green Bay, Philly, Denver, Minnesota, yeah. uh, lack is, is solid. Carolina, Arizona is going to be unwatchable. The only good game early is the Browns against the Patriots. Right. New Orleans, I mean, New Orleans, Tennessee, Tennessee good, maybe. But yeah. yeah. Taysom Hill, I'm not excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. The rest of them is, is I mean, Atlanta, Dallas could be a really exciting game, honestly. Yeah, tens which Atlanta we get. And with Chalice. Well, that's true for all these teams. Yeah, there's no great teams this year. That's the that's the bottom line. There's only six one o'clock. Yeah. The last time that's out. Yeah, that's good. All right, Wheels. I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.